Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf, and joining me, of course, two of my favorite people, Mike Lowe. Good morning. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Uh, Got uh, top grades at the Academy. It's time to take off, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're going on to the next... uh, uh it's it's vacation time time to go to the fair hydra how you doing today i'm doing great it's first thing in the morning we got a lot of cards to go over today and i'm i'm really interested in hearing everybody's opinions uh it's 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 gonna be a good time i love your hat by the way oh turned yeah the beanie everyone says toque in canada and i think that that is the most hilarious thing i get a kick out of that because i've never heard it until i don't know over the last month or so so. That's so weird because you don't live far from Canada. <laughs> like you're you're not that far. I don't but know. I've, yeah. I've it's always been a, like a beanie is what I've heard yeah. referred to as. But yeah, no, we just we call it toque. But if anyone wants to see it, it looks like this. I like it. Hey, there is a. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing this, but now that you bring it up, there is a ten percent off sale going on. I just have not made a graphic for it yet, but. Uh, if you go to the merch shop and enter the code BTBW, as in born to be wild, uh, you get 10% off your entire order on our merch shop. So, but anyways, nice. anyways, anyways, uh, I would like to That's- welcome back Electric Sheep City, a very special guest joining us today. Sheep. Sheep. Howdy. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Good, good. And thank you in advance. I know you put together this um, spreadsheet. It was a lot of work, a lot of time and energy, but uh, it should be a fun show today. So we're taking a look at the Madness at the Dark Moon Fair card set. Uh, As tradition goes, we do kind of a massive set review um, every time a new set is coming out. so one thing that we'll be doing this time is I've got the spreadsheet on the screen here for those of you watching the either live or watching the video version, and it'll show each of our individual scores and then it'll show our collective average per card. So here's the scoring guide here. Uh, it goes one through five, one being the low five being the high. So this is how we scored these. Uh, one means unplayable. Two means C's fringe play. So not a lot, but it may be in a really off meta, like tier three, tier four meme deck type. Three is playable. Uh, this is like you're not good, not bad, but like you could you could play it. Four is played in meta decks. Five is meta defining. So four played in meta decks is kind of your, like this, this will see play. This will be in your um, probably, you know, tier two, tier three, maybe tier one decks. Uh, And then five meta defying. This is like the card that is probably going to get nerfed, right? Because it's so good. Um, And so one thing that we do a little bit differently here, because we're reviewing these cards specifically from a wild perspective is a lot of times we ask ourselves, like the card will score lower uh, 
on our show than it would on a standard show because in wild we are asking ourselves like does this slot into an existing deck um it has to be good enough to replace whatever's existing, like whatever's there right now, or does it create some kind of new archetype? Um, and unfortunately, many times the answer is no, but we'll see. Uh, so this should be a lot of fun, um, and we can have discussion, you know, around each card. So uh, for those of you who are listening to the audio version of this, this is one that I do recommend that you watch in person because we'll have the cards up on the screen as we discuss them. Uh, I'll do my best to describe them or whoever's talking can describe the card for the uh, folks listening to the audio version of this. But uh, it's kind of cool to see the scores and the artwork of the card on the screen as we're doing this. Um Anyways, without further ado, let's just get started. There's plenty of cards. Uh, so yeah. first up is the Demon Hunter class. Um, I saw that these were alphabetical. That makes it easier for me. Um, okay, so first up, and then we'll be doing the the rarity, just so you know. Uh, the classes are all in alphabetical order, and then we're doing the cards in order of rarity. So common, then rare, then epic, then legendary, and then moving on to the next class. Uh, we will be taking breaks in between classes and try to make the audio and the video into smaller chunks. So we may take uh, breaks depending on how long everything goes. So anyways, uh, let me remove the scoring guide from the screen, uh, put the scores back up, and then let's get started. So our first Demon Hunter card is a one mana common spell called Felscreen Blast. It has lifesteal, deal one damage to a minion and its neighbors. Um, I guess, uh, I'll go ahead and get started with, with, uh, my hot take on this and then, um, we can just go, uh, in a circle. So then Mike, then Hydra, then sheep, if that Sounds works for good. you guys. Okay. So I gave this one a one. I think that this is good. Maybe in standard. I don't know. Uh, I think that this could be cool if it was buffed by spell damage. Uh, I don't really see this having a home in odd demon hunter or frankly in wild in general. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I'd be anxious for someone to prove me wrong. I think demon hunter is still developing as a class and in wild currently the only good, um, decks are odd. Although, although, you know, recently we started to kind of see the evolution of a, uh, like soul shard demon hunter that's pretty low to the ground. So there's, yeah, there's some potential. Um, and I think, it, like wildcard was playing like a big demon hunter and like over time the the class will evolve um although i i just don't think that this is quite good enough to see play yet but i'd be happy for someone to prove me wrong mike what about you yeah so i agree with a lot of what you said um i'm gonna rate this card pretty low too i don't see it going in odd demon hunter uh, i see it it applies against like odd paladin I do believe in um, Soul Demon Hunter. I got a list I'm working on there. I think that's going to be a really good deck in Wild. But I don't think this fits in that deck, so I'm going to rate this a 1, too. Yeah, uh, personally, I don't see this as... Like, Odd Demon Hunter wants to keep putting on the aggression and go face. And this seems like more of a defensive tool and just for me, does not make the cut in an odd Demon Hunter. It doesn't seem to fit the plan that I want. So <clears throat> currently, it's unplayable in Wild unless something else you know, comes up. So it, it, it's a one for me. 
Danny has a good point too in chat saying that uh, it's relevant because it, it potentially nerfs wand maker. Like it dilutes the pool of one mana spells. So like we were saying last point. time, you know, the, the cards that create one mana demon hunter spells when the class first came out, it was like, cool. Do I get uh, silence and draw a card or do I get um, God? What was the other one at the time? Oh, the mana mana burn. It was, you know, mm-hmm. it was those two, and then the nerf to Twin Slice came, and then we could get that, and so Wandmaker's pretty good. This dilutes that pool. I think that's a very good point. Sheep, what well, about in you? In the same sense, well, real quick, in the same sense, uh, Wandmaker could find this card when you need some life, and there's actually a couple minions with one health. I I, I think, yeah, it, it, I think the card's still bad. <laughs> yeah, I... I don't think this card is bad. How I, I'm never going to actively run this card in a Demon Hunter deck in the current meta, though, because we, like we're not running Control Demon Hunter. Um, this is good against uh, Odd Paladin, and that's about it. You know, maybe a couple of the pirates with a uh, uh, one health. Uh, this is one for me as well. All right, uh, moving along. Then uh, next up is Redeemed Pariah. This is a common uh, two mana two three. After you play an outcast card, gain plus one, plus one. So uh, I scored this one a one as well. I think that this is okay in standard, maybe. I think that there's a decent stat line. Uh, two mana, two, three seems okay. And I think that it's relatively easy, easy to trigger the ability. But I don't, you know, it's as an even cost card. Um, you know, where do you play it? Um I just don't see this being played in wild. I think it's probably pretty decent in standard, but uh, I gave it a one. Uh, Mike, what about you? Yeah, I'm gonna give it a, a one as well. Um, I would, I was gonna say a two, like fringe, but like after you play an outcast card, this card gets plus one, plus one. And looking at the outcast cards, like uh, this just doesn't interest me and doesn't fit in wild. I mean, it, so. it's. The thing that I didn't realize or think about until just now is that the potential for this is to keep growing, almost like a questing adventure, right? But, mm. um, but like, wouldn't you rather just play questing adventure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, if this card said, if you, after you play a card on the left or right side of your hand, sure. But you, you got to play a specific card like Outcast. So I give it a one. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's like questing adventures, something that's easier to set up. Like an Edwin is easier to set up. This is it's going to be completely like you can try to mulligan to have things a certain way, but I feel like it's way too conditional. And mm-hmm. we're playing odd demon hunter, so I give it a one. Yeah, I I really like the you know buff to to outcast and incentivizing playing that, but we're not playing this. In wild, um, we're not running this in our deck. Rip. It's a one for me as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sad, sad. Okay. Uh, next up is acrobatics. Um, all right. Let me just make sure I keep the score moving along here. Okay. So this uh, this is a three mana common spell. It says draw two cards. If you play both this turn, draw two more. Uh, so here's my thoughts on this. Three mana draw two is an arcane intellect uh, with an added bonus, though it's hard to trigger. So if we're playing arcane intellect in some mage decks anyways, uh, this is that with an added bonus. I could mm-hmm. see 
Uh, I could see potentially adding this to Odd Demon Hunter because of the cost and because of the draw. I think as an aggro deck, like you want to be drawing cards. Uh, so I scored this a three. I think it's playable. I, I don't know how good it will be, but I think it warrants testing. Um, I, I doubt that it will be easy to trigger the uh, ability, but still a three mana draw two is average. And in an aggro deck, you want to be drawing cards. That's my thoughts. Mike, what about you? All right. So um, I this is the first Demon Hunter card I saw going down the list that I placed at a three. I think for me, I, I I seem to find it easy to trigger this because at least at least in like the initial testing we'll have deck tracker open. Um, you know the players who are paying attention, you can you can see like what's in your deck, what's left. If you're able to pull this off, how much mana you have. Um, I, I just I feel like this card might be better than what I'm rating it now, but I just want to be a chicken and play it safe. Because <laughs> I, I feel like I don't know acrobatics into a um, couple of one cost spells or a couple of one cost minions. Maybe if you have more mana, um, it, like a three, but you don't want to play too many threes. Into I don't know. I just I, I think it's it's playable. It might might move move up to a four, but a three. I like that because I was on the fence as well whether to call this a three or a four. Uh, just like you, Mike, because Arcane Intellect has always been good. It's a good card. It draws you two cards for three mana. This does exactly that with a potential for later in the game drawing you more. Like if you've made it, like I know you want to kill your opponent early on, but if you've gone later, there's more of a potential to be able to, you know, dig deeper. Right. So I am going to be bold. And I'm gonna go four, because uh, okay. I four is playable in meta decks, correct? Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go playable in meta decks. That's four. the scoring guideline, right? Is yeah. four is so I think that's what's important to remember. It's very easy when we do these to get sidetracked and say, "Oh, that card's so cool, I'm gonna give it a five. Oh, that card's like you know, I don't like it, I'm gonna give it a one. But we remember, like, the scoring is about the playability. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm going to say it's playable in meta decks because no matter what, it'll always get you your two cards, no matter what base. And then potentially later on, it can get you something else. Like you could draw into super cheap stuff and you could get more things or later on, it's just, you need, you're digging for something, right? Acrobatics Mm -hmm. into into acrobatics. How many do you draw? (laughs) A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Keep drawing. Yeah. I, I think th- th- those are all really good points. Um, Odd Demon Hunter does have some bigger cards, like obviously Baku, um, you know, or Glavebound Adept, stuff like that. Um, so I think that this card is definitely playable. I'm not sure whether at the end of the day it'll make the cut in uh, Odd Demon Hunter just because um, Odd Demon Hunter doesn't really suffer from draw. Um, however much this could be amazing draw. It's also three mana. So, you know, if it was one... You know, you could at the very least play Baku if you drew him, uh, you know, or or play like a, a Glaive Bound and a, a three cost um, uh, to to proc the effect. So as such, I I want to give it a four, but I'm, I'm I'm brought down from a four just to playable, so I'm I'm giving it a three. Um, but it, I mean, this is a very good card. 
Yeah, and I think we're always pleasantly surprised when we're wrong. Like, hey, if the card yeah. turns out to be good, like that's good, right? I mean, then we can. Oh yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Okay. The next one up is um, Dreadlord's Bite. This is a three mana common weapon. It's a three two with Outcast. Deal one damage to all enemies. Um, I, uh, I think that this is basically a better fiery war axe because of the outcast. Uh, I can see exactly this... what I wrote better fiery war axe, right? I could see it being good <laughs> against aggro druid, um, because of the outcast ability to potentially, you know, board clear against aggro druid or against odd paladin. Um, so I, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. My, I guess my question is. Is this better than the existing weapons that we run in Odd Demon Hunter right now? Uh, and I think the answer is maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I gave it a three. I think it's playable. I definitely want to test it. I kind of, I, I like the Outcast idea against the other, um, you know, decks at the moment. But I, I'm, I, I was bordering between a two and a three, honestly. Like I don't think that this is busted by any means. Um, but in order to not screw up the 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 average too much, I'll give it a three. I think it's playable. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic, but don't have super high hopes either. Mike, what about you? Yeah, so I think this slots very nicely into Odd Demon Hunter. Um, with Demon Hunter being new and you know being this being like early in its life, I think this is a solid card. Um, I rated it a three. I think uh, the Outcast. Dealing the one to all enemies is what helped me rate it a three. If it said like deal one to all like minions, then I would have probably dropped like a two. But like I think whenever I see a card say all enemies, like it instantly should like get a plus one point no matter what. Like because face damage, like that's the whole point of the game. Right. First one to bring their opponent to zero wins. So this is what made me bump it from a two to a three was like what like what you said, all enemies. It's not all minions, it's all enemies. And that the outcast ability is static. So hypothetically, if I choose not to attack with my weapon, like I just sit the weapon there and have permanent outcast deal one damage to all, en- all, all enemies, like for as long as I have the weapon equipped, because it doesn't change the durability, right? So, yeah, so, so no, outcast uh, only uh, happens uh, when you play it. No, you're it's kind of like a battle cry in that. Oh, oh, oh. So you, oh. you would keep it in your hand. Yeah, you would keep it. Yeah. Oh, so this is a one-time only ability. All right, Correct. all right, yeah. all right. Well, then, uh, yeah, I guess that would be busted, wouldn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. It's too early. It's too early for me. So well, no, but... your, your, your idea still applies because then you would just keep it in your hand. Yeah, you can keep it in your hand position the, and then the drop moment. it. Well, you know, you keep you until you, yeah. <laughs> Leviticus says I, li- I like Nate's cards better. Yeah, I I agree there. <laughs> I'd score it higher. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I like how it's a little bit of a play on Death Spite, is how I feel. Because um, Death Spite was an amazing card. This you can time a little bit better when it comes to the deal, the damage, right? I mean, Death Spite also kind of hits your enrage stuff but this you can you can play it when you want it to happen it's not a death rattle it's basically a battle cry but it it's conditional as well mm-hmm. so it's, i don't think it's a four 
I don't think it's super amazing. I definitely think it's playable, so it's going to be a three. Yeah. What about you, Sheep? So I'd like to start off by saying that the the uh, flavor text for this is amazing. Oh, what does it say? I haven't looked at any of the flavor text yet. When it gets too dull, it's more of a nibble. Yeah. <laughs> more of a nibble. Death Lord's nibble. Oh my god. So... Uh, I like this card because it's basically Fire A War Axe with a bonus, but I'm not sure why I would play this over the Lifesteal weapon. Um, you know, if I'm trying to get a whole bunch of outcast stuff or like some sort of outcast deck in the future, then I'm going to want to be playing cheaper stuff. Um, and that's probably going to be more of an aggressive like tempo deck uh, than this one is. I don't think that it's a bad card by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just not sure what I would play it in. Um, so because of that, I went with two. I think it'll see fringe play. Um, you know, I don't think that it's, you know, completely unplayable for a one, but I, I don't think that for me, it's a, a, a three. So for, for me, it's a two. I like that opinion. I mean, I was wavering between a two and a three on this one. And I think for me, it's like meta dependent, right? Hypothetically, yeah. if I'm playing odd demon hunter, which I probably will not, <laughs> and I'm seeing lots of odd paladin yeah, and and uh, which you probably will with this new set and a lot of aggro druid. It, it it bumps up the likelihood that I would run this. I feel like, but if I'm not seeing that yeah. in my meta, then I don't see a good reason to run the card. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Yeah, part of this is definitely like a meta prediction, right? Um, uh, so yeah. That's kind of no, no, I, I mean it really is. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel you, man. No, I got my I got my snipers on today. I'm I'm watching everything. After seeing yeah, yeah. what I rated the broomstick, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm disappointed. So this time around, no games. Did we give Penflinger a one stick? <laughs> uh, I think we rated Pen Penflinger a too low last time. Yeah, definitely. yeah, way too low. Yeah, for sure. Hey, loser! I'm, pro- I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> he was talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Insatiable Fellhound. Um, this is a minion. It is a uh, common demon, three mana, two five with taunt, and it has corrupt, gain plus one plus one, and life steal. Uh, I I like this card actually. Uh, I think that the stat line is good even without the corrupt, a three mana, two five taunt. I feel like with the meta being pretty aggressive that having a taunt uh three mana two five like it's got a big butt to stick an odd demon hunter seems pretty good to me and i also think that it's relatively easy uh, i don't maybe not easy but it's not super difficult to um corrupt and so having a three mana three six with lifesteal seems pretty nice um i think that that deck is currently like tier three tier four but it lines up well in the three mana spot and maybe you can corrupt it and if you can't to tempo it out still seems okay uh so i gave it a three playable mike what about Um, you yeah i gave it a two because looking at what it's supposed to do is be defensive so i'm looking at aggro druid which builds at best 10 what 10 stats on turn one if they do it right (laughs) <laughs> two, I think. So and begin and begin play a pirate. Yeah. So yeah, by turn three, if I get like if I if I coin this out turn two, it's two five taunt. Turn three, it's a two five taunt. Like 
you, you see where I'm going. So the other aggro deck is uh, discard Dark Lair. Mm-hmm. I, I just I I see this getting down because Dark Lair is waiting. You know, boom, turn five, <laughs> all these giants, <laughs> Lothab, game over. I just I'll put this out of two. Just from right. where we are right now, I'll put it at two. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards the similar uh, to what Mike is saying because while I do understand uh, putting taunts to protect your minions in aggro, like we've seen, like their South Sea Captain, right? Is that the one who's the the three three? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we like Tar Creeper used to get play just to protect your guys that are gonna hit face, but I don't know. And I I feel like this is fringe playable maybe not necessarily we're gonna throw it in every odd demon hunter deck so that for me is has to be a two like i i don't feel like like if if it's corrupt okay but like i i get the healing and everything but you know demon hunter they they got healing i i, I don't think it's that great so i, s- I struggle to score the demon hunter cards because demon hunter as a class in wild kind of sucks like <laughs> and so i don't know like they're still trying to develop the class and i don't know i'm yeah. still not even playing the class i've barely played it i played it to complete quests <laughs> yeah i got to legend with it early on before it got nerfed but it's not very fun anymore <laughs> oh when it was when it was super oh yeah when, when it that was, was fun that would have been a good idea to play it then the <laughs> first hour when it was amazing <laughs> right <laughs> sheep what about right. you so this card has a lot of possibility for the future you know it's odd so odd demon hunter is possible it's good stats for cost um before even looking at the corrupted aspect of it and obviously even better with the c- corruption and lifesteal aspect that that includes but it's kind of low impact when it's not corrupted um However much I want to like this card, I just don't think that we're going to see it hit wild too much. I don't think it's unplayable by any stretch of the imagination, so I think I'm going to have to go with the two as well. Yeah, I think you guys are more on the line, uh, honestly. And it's funny because I scored most of this set really low. Uh, I think I was a little bit confused with some of the Demon Hunter cards. Um, But yeah, I agree with your assessment there. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, collectively a 2.25. That works. All right. Next Mm -hmm. up is, um, line hopper. This is another common minion. It's a three mana, three, four, your outcast cards cost one less. So when I first saw this card, I immediately was like, Ooh, that's cool. And then I started looking in my collection at the outcast cards that are available and yeah exactly there's especially especially odd outcast cards like there's two or three uh so i like this for standard but there are very few good odd outcast cards um and the only good demon hunter deck in wild is odd i like the stat line three mana three four seems good uh but i don't think that the uh ability um i i just don't think that it's strong enough for wild so i scored it a one Mike, what about you? You're muted. muted. Apologies, sorry. I was trying trying not to be too loud. Um, yeah, I scored it very low. Uh, outcast cards, 
odd demon hunter just doesn't mix for me um i'll keep it short i just i rated it at two somebody might do it just to have fun on like one out of every 15 games like here goes that turn you know we got a bunch <laughs> of outcast cards uh double jump played outcast stuff but I, I give it a two. Yeah, I mean, there's that. And so, you know, I didn't, I should have written them down and I didn't. But what is, uh, you know, the one that silences a minion and draws a card? Like, okay, that costs zero now. Like, that's oh, that's magic. Like, yeah. okay, that's cool. But like, there's no other ones, right? Or very, very few. Um, it would have to be like this with like Altruist. And then you play all the Outcast cards as they're yellow and it deals one. Like, but like I said, one out of every 15 games, you'll have that crazy highlight for twitch but <laughs> uh, right right like i mean yeah. this seems okay in standard if i'm running uh yeah. you know i i just put a whole mess of outcast cards into my standard demon hunter deck and reduce them all and you know get up to some shenanigans with the other cards but looking at this from a purely wild perspective just like, mm. here's a question about this card it says that uh your outcast cards cost one less do your outcast cards that you play need to be active? Like, do they need to be on the left or right to get the discount? Or can they be in the middle of your hand? That, that's honestly the question I have for both this one and Redeemed Pariah. Um, the the buff, the one that gets buffed, the two mana one that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. Because those cards are technically outcast cards. They're just not being outcast, right? Yeah. So, so I, d I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> how it works. So that's a good question. I like if if they have to be active, like if they have to be playable and get the outcast effect, this is definitely a one, in my opinion. If it, they're just in the middle of your hand and it doesn't matter, then it's a little more playable. I give it fringe and give it a two. Oh, they so, said uh, they said that they have to have the keyword, but they don't have to be in in the outcast slot. Okay, well then I will give it a two if that is the case. Okay. Yeah, for for me this gets a a, a two regardless. Um, uh, it's definitely stronger. <laughs> not not needing the cards to be outcast themselves. Uh, they just need to have the keyword on them. Um. Uh. So as I said, this is a two for me. It's uh, odd. So that's you know positive. Good stats for cost. Good effect. But there are better cards to play. And um, you know better archetypes to play. Whenever we kind of hit a critical mass of outcast cards, probably um, uh, like in a year or two with the with the set rotation, when they start dumping more outcast cards into the standard because they're not felt uh, uh, hamstrung by the ones that they've already put in, uh, we might end up seeing uh, having line hopper see play then, but not yet. So yeah, it, this is playable, but it's it's not going to be played. So. Um, Two for me right now. All right. Sounds right good. On. All right. Next up is, uh, let's see here. Relentless Pursuit. This is a three mana common spell. Give your hero plus four attack and immune this turn. Um, okay. I definitely think that this has a home in Odd Demon Hunter. I think the ability to hit for four plus uh, and not take any damage seems good. Uh, this can attack a minion, this can go face, um, right? If I'm playing this in odd, then it's a three mana hit for, for what, uh, six, right? Um, so I, I gave it a three as playable. I think that, um, in the right deck, this, this works. Um, 
again, I'm hardly a demon hunter expert, but I think that um, there's potential here. What about you, Mike? All right, so um, I, I like this card a lot. Um, I was thinking maybe it could be combined with like get some life steal, and then you're gonna be immune. You got a bigger attack. Maybe you gotta take something down. Go uh, trade. So uh, I, I gave it a three, based on it being an odd card, and it gives you here a plus four attack. I'll give it a three. Take no damage, can take out a minion, can go face. Uh, Slaviticus in chat says four mana fireball. Seems okay. Yeah, it's quite versatile. Uh, it, it it can do many things. It can, you know, if there's something on the board that you need to get through, like a big taunt, uh, you can play this and you could power through it with, even if it has whatever you're killing has a lot of attack, obviously you don't take the damage. It's, I think it's a really good card. It's definitely playable. I'm also not a Demon Hunter expert, so I don't know if it's going to be in every single meta deck, but I will give it a three as being a playable, odd Demon Hunter card. So for me, I look at odd Demon Hunter, and it's fairly refined. Um, you know, Twin Slice is basically this, just without the immune effect. Um I think this is just a little bit too clunky. You know, I'm not really too worried about the immune effect whenever I'm playing Odd Demon Hunter because mm -hmm. I'm I'm hitting him in the face. Um, and if I'm I'm losing on board, then I would lose whether I get to to attack a minion for four or six. Um, and I just think that with the mana cost, it's just not quite versatile enough for the current uh, cards that Demon Hunter has. So I think this is actually a one for me. Um, but I see where y'all are coming from with the three. I like the different perspective though, because some some of these, like I feel like, oh, maybe I scored this too high. And I agree with you. Uh, even in the odd demon hunter right now, it feels fairly refined. Like it's new, so cards right. can easily be swapped out. But oh, yeah. but like, uh, what would I pull out that costs three to put this in? I remember when I was playing it, um, the three mana slot was a little bit weird. We were playing like you know, what is it, the Silithid Swarmer, or you're playing, like, the um, Volpira, or you, there's some weird stuff, so, like, I don't know if that slot is settled, but at the same time, I I don't know. But I agree with you. I mean, I like seeing the the counter-argument to this, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it could very well become a stronger card. I just don't think it is currently. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good, mm -hmm. it's good. Okay, yeah. uh, and and just a reminder, the uh, Demon Hunter class, because it's new, got more cards than all of the other classes. What is it, five extra cards? So um, there's that. Uh, it's interesting. What One one less rare, one extra epic. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Anyways. More dust. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> uh, next up is Renowned Performer. It's another common minion. Minion. It's a four mana three three with rush, and it has death rattle. Some summon two one one assistance with taunt. Uh, okay, so I really like the card for standard, but I don't think that this fits into any existing wild deck, and I don't see it in any new ones either. Unfortunately, like the ability seems cool, but I I just it's. It's trying to do so much stuff in one card. 
I don't know. I, I gave it a one and I feel a little bit bad giving it a one, but like, I, I just don't see what I would put it in, especially mm-hmm. as an even cost card. Like, I don't, I just think it's a one Mike. What about you? Sorry. Apologies. I made myself cause somebody was mowing the lawn. Um, Never heard them on, you know. Saying, never heard them do it in like four months, but it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I don't see this going anywhere. I, I'll be quick. I give it a one. Yeah, uh, sounds good. It's even costed. It, it's a really cool effect. You know, it, it, it's not a bad card, but it doesn't slot in any deck right now. So that's. Under the definition of unplayable, which is a one. It'll go in your death rattle demon hunter deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So hear me out. The The flavor of this card is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Right? The, the flavor text is cutting the assistant in half is the easy part. <laughs> That's This the... card is amazing. It goes well with this art. So... <laughs> Absolutely. The art's incredible. This is a, a one cost card, but I, I love it. <laughs> oh, no, it's so good. And the, and think of the assistant as a 2 2, and it's now become 2 1 1s. Yeah, the well, flavors. And, and, uh, uh, each of the, the 1 1s that it, it, it calls, uh, creates are called performers' assistants, too. <laughs> I wish that one was the, the top half and one was the bottom. That would be incredible. Yeah. Oh, too good. Too good. All right. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> okay. Next up, we get into the rares. So this is called Throw Glaive. It is a one mana uh, spell. Deal two damage to a minion. If it dies, add a temporary copy of this card to your hand. So it has echo, but only if the minion dies when you use it. Uh, I really like this card, actually. I think so. It basically, has echo, and it could be used to clear the board. Against decks like Agro Druid, Pirate Warrior, Kingsbane Rogue, Odd Paladin. Um, I think that I would like to try it. I, um, I, you know, again, a lot of these require testing. They're so new and there's nothing quite like this. Um, but the one, uh, the one cost seems pretty good to me. Now, you're a little bit in trouble. It, it reminds me a tiny little bit of Defile it, just in that... If you, your opponent's going to have to play around this, and if uh, their minions are statted in a way that they can't die to two damage, you know you can't replay it. But with a lot of the aggro decks being pretty low to the ground, I could see this becoming a staple pretty quickly. I gave it a three. Mike, what about you? Yeah, um, I like this card a lot. Um, the only time I see it not working is if like aggro joy gets that crazy turn, and they're all beefed up. Outside of that. Um, it's going to take down those odd rogue minions. I know there's uh, Hench Clan Thug comes out as a three into a four. You can work around that, but um, I, I give this card a three. I, I like it a lot. I like it too. I like that you can set it up just like you plan out your defile turns. You have access to your hero power to be able to knock something down a peg. So now that you can start going off with this and kill what you want. You can even make sounds a little strange as odd demon hunter, but a trade if you need to, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's, 
I think it's a pretty good card. You can set it up. It could possibly just, you know, I feel like someone's going to play this against me and destroy my whole board, and I'm going to, like, walk away from my computer for a bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely playable. I don't want to give it a four, uh, because we are wanting to be aggressive, but it's a great tool, so I'm going to say it's a three. Yeah, I I wish that this was more proactive. Yeah. But it's still amazing. I mean, it's playable in Odd Demon Hunter and pretty much anything else. It is a buff to Wandmaker. Um, uh, it doesn't really do what Odd Demon Hunter wants to do. So like you were saying, Hydra, I don't think I can quite give it a four. Um, I, I, I keep on oscillating between like two, four, two, four. I, so I, have, I think I have to give it a three. <laughs> because it's it's such a powerful effect, even if it's like not what Odd Demon Hunter is trying to do. Um, it with the the token decks and swarm decks that that we're seeing, like even just as a one of, um, I think it actually like just finds a home somewhere. So I, I don't think it's going to be like a staple of the meta or like in meta decks, but I, I, it's definitely playable. Yeah, and I think in some Especially... of these, right? Oh, go for it, Mike. Oh, real quick, especially when you catch a bad player slipping and they leave their pen flinger on the board, hit him with this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. No, but right. So a lot of I think some of the weakness of Odd Demon Hunter or Demon Hunter in general, a lot of the minions have two health. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you have to if your board gets cleared, like you're you're kind of screwed. And so but you don't want to trade. So for you keep your minions going face while you use the spells to clear the board. It seems okay. I mean, I, I, again, I think it requires a lot of testing and I think unfortunately demon hunter is a long way to being a top tier deck in wild, you know, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, a <laughs> seven mana worse consecration. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, that's it's so true though. That's yeah, that's true. That's true, unfortunately. I, I do think that it's relatively versatile. Yeah. But but we'll see. All right, let's just move on. Oh, that's that's funny though. Uh okay, the next up is the bearded lady. I mean the bladed lady. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, I swear that's what they were doing here. Uh okay. You're right. This is a I this is another rare. Uh, this is a six mana, six, six demon with rush. It costs one if your hero has six or more attack. Now, I think in standard, this card is freaking awesome. I, the only reason I don't see it being played uh, so much in wild is because it's even cost. But like, dude, it, it, how easy would it be with twin slice like to get six attack and then plays for one? Oh yeah. Uh, like I almost feel like it's busted, but I I see it. It's very difficult to play in wild, um, because it ruins your deck synergy if you plop it into an odd deck. So that requires you to play um, like big demon hunter or control demon hunter, which typically is not using a bunch of spells uh, to make your hero attack for uh, six or more, and so I just don't think. It, it slots in. Um, I think that someone will find some creative way to like break it. Uh, maybe in a soul fragment deck. I mean, I think 
anything that costs one mana is good. Uh, but I find it very difficult to play. So I scored it a two. I mean, I think that it'll, it'll fit in somewhere. And I think in time, like you give it a year or two and this deck will be, or this card will be busted. Um, but right now I find it very difficult to play in wild. If I was scoring for standard, I would score it higher, but right now I give it a two. So I think it'll take some time, man, this person out here, sorry. Um, it'll take some time, probably another expansion. And uh, obviously, obviously a lot of work, but I think this card, I think it's a monster. I think Soul Demon Hunter needs to find, you know, more re refinement in Wild. I know it's not really a thing yet, but I feel like it can be. Because paying one mana for a, for a Rush and it's 6-6, six, six, like, that's way too good. And then there's a, there's a four mana spell in Demon Hunter class that lets you copy a demon, I believe. So like, with some you know with some work, you could copy this card, and they have two six sixes. Um, I feel like in a lot of gameplay states, that's very effective. Um, obviously, against Reno Priest, it's not, and then against like Dark Lair, you probably wouldn't get there. But I like this card. I'm gonna. Oh. Oh like, no! The lawnmower no, no. got him. The lawnmower. <laughs> he drove over the cable line for the internet. The, the bladed lady went to his uh, <laughs> internet board and was like, nope. Uh-oh. Oh, he's back. All right. <laughs> we, thought the lawn, we thought the lawnmower got you. I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> you have to un oh, unmute. Yeah. I'm not there sure what happened. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Oh. You're good. We, we so thought the lawnmower the guy... Number. Uh, the lawnmower guy drove over your cable line for your internet. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he cut the wire. <laughs> so I cut you off right before you were gonna tell us a number. So you're gonna give Bladed Lady a? Oh, based on the the deck not being up higher up in the tiers, uh, I'm giving this card a two for now. Cool. I also gave this card a two. I think it's potentially broken. But we don't. Demon Hunter is too young of a class. There's stuff in the future, most likely, where we're going to probably hate this card. <laughs> <laughs> like, one mana 6-6s six with Rush is insane. But it doesn't go in any deck that we have. So it may see some fringe play with people playing around with it. Maybe Labore Sangre will do something weird. But uh, it's it's a two. Hi, um, about you? I mean, uh, sheep. Sorry, sheep. sheepy. So I, I like to think that this is only not a bearded lady because she took the blade and <laughs> she shaved. You know, and she shaved with it. Shave. <laughs> that's what happened. Exactly. Um, I like it. I, Maybe I just, that's in the flavor text. Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> I looked. <laughs> um, I'm just not sure. Like, this is a really strong card. And if we were looking at standard, this would be like a, a three, four, easy. Um, I just think it's too slow in wild because the the things that we want to to do with it um, right now, with what with the the cards that we have in in wild right now, um, you know, we're we're not going to be able to to buff it without like two different cards, you know, like the the three mana one that we we looked at today or um, a twin slice. 
you know, since we don't have uh, the two man or the two attack hero power, now we have to use at least two cards to kind of get us there. I think this will be strong whenever we see more uh, demon hunter cards. But I kind of think right now in wild, this is unplayable for me. So I, I think I'm going to have to give it a one um, with the full acknowledgement that in the future, this card's going to be like a four or a five. Oh, but right yeah. now, it, it, for me, it's a one, unfortunately. I agree. And I feel bad about it because the potential is there. And if I was scoring for oh, standard, yeah. I swear I would give it higher because I think this will be pretty gross and standard. Um, Hard to agree. But uh, in wild, just nah. Okay, let's move on then. Um, next up then, oh, let me move this down. We get into our epics. Uh, so the first one up is a uh, three mana, four, three elemental called Fellsteel Executioner with Corrupt Become a Weapon. So uh, it's an interesting card, and I think that this is kind of a neat idea. It pairs well with the last card, and I think it'll be... Uh, good in standard uh, essentially i think the idea right is to buff this card make a giant weapon and then play bearded lady bladed lady excuse me for one uh but i don't think that this sees play in wild like i don't think that this is better than um my any of my current three drops in odd demon hunter it has the elemental tag which is cute but i don't think that that really matters at the moment and like what What's the di like? I'd rather have the minion than the weapon, right? I don't know. I don't understand. Is the weapon different? Is the, is the weapon a four three weapon? Unless you buffed it, I suppose. I do not know. I I, I don't know how this works. <laughs> um, it it becomes a fell steel executioner, which is a four three weapon. Um, but of course, if it's been buffed, then it, it would it keep has... the buffs. Right. Correct. Ah, so oh. so hand buff demon hunter elemental weapon. Yes, <laughs> I gave it a one. I gave it a one. I I'd rather play a hench clan thug. Uh, so, <laughs> Mike, what about you? All right, for me, um, I gave this card a three. I don't see. I see it as like as like a neutral positive. Um, you either get this four three. If the four gets the attack off, you got four damage in. Um, but I, I think they the intention with this card is like close to like late game, not like long games, but like when you're trying to like close the game out um, and you need some reach instead of just like minions being placed down and then waiting the next turn to attack. Um, my my thought is like I'm wondering when you corrupt cards, can your opponent tell like is there some kind of like mist or color? No. Mm -mm. They can't tell at all. Mm -mm. So I, I think it's cool because like, cause then you can like set people up kind of like rogue play where like you don't show them you'll have lethal, but like you know you have it. So like, I don't know. I, I think it's like sneaky good. So I'll, I'll give it a three. Let me ask a question real quick. Why? What? Um, I Well, I don't know. What? What is the difference of playing like if cor corrupt can only happen when it's in your hand, right? Correct. Yeah. Like if I could play this on the board, attack with it, and then corrupt it and turn it into a weapon, that would be dope. But right. like like if it had rush and then you could, you know, corrupt it and turn it into a weapon and I could swing twice with it, like that'd be bananas, right? But and, and I think that the flavor is super cool, but there's just so many better cards in the three spot. Anyways, okay, Hydra, what about you? 
Yeah, I can see where Mike is coming from on this, but I'm going to go with my initial reaction where I wrote odd, but then I wrote, what the heck? If I want a weapon, I would just put it in the list. (laughs) 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 And I gave it a one. That is what I wrote last night. So um, I'm going to go with my gut. So I'm going to, I just, I see that it's versatile and you could attempt to pick whether or not, but at the same time, you may be forced to turn this into a weapon when you don't like want to. Oh, so, yeah. What about, you know that? what I mean? Yeah. What if it, it, what if you didn't want the weapon and then it, yeah, you accidentally turned it into a weapon. So why not, yeah. why not play the minion first? I it mean, depends you, on when you, you draw it. Yeah. I know. Right. I mean, like you could draw it late. Like, I, I, I don't know. It, it seems weird and clunky to me. I'm just, I'm going to go with my gut on the one on this one. I could be completely wrong, but. I do like, so in the last set in Scalamance, we really saw a whole lot of them trying new things with, um, with their card design philosophies. Um, mm-hmm. And so the idea of a card that transforms into something different. So creative. Super cool idea. Oh yeah, yeah. I, awesome. you know, I don't think the execution is quite there, but like, I don't know. The idea is pretty awesome in my mind. I think that's pretty sweet uh, concept. Out of all anyways. the cards that transform into something else that we've had in the past, I feel like this one we haven't been able to play it yet. So along with what I'm saying, people in chat are saying it's not playable. No one knows we haven't played it yet. So let's chill right. with the all the negative. <laughs> but I think it's cool. Chat. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, Vicuna, what if I told you this card makes regular cash donations to a children's hospital? <laughs> We'd score it a little okay. bit higher. <laughs> score it a little higher. Yeah, I mean, if if we were looking at standard, I think that this is, I think this is just too slow, slow for wild um, under the current thing. So, so I'm I'm giving it a one for for our review. Standard, you know, we we have ways to activate bearded lady. We have ways to make like some sort of a a, a weapon demon hunter you know, thing work, but I, I think it's just too slow for, for our purposes. Um, uh, the flavor text is my mom said I could be anything that I want. <laughs> I like it. I like <laughs> it. It's amazing. The flavor of this card is on point. I love how creative it is. I thought but it was, we're, a, we're not going to see it in wild. <laughs> I first saw it. I got all excited. I thought it was a Jade card. <clears throat> oh, it oh. looks like one oh, too. I know. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Let's see what's up next. Uh, we have, the Stilt Stepper, it is a three mana four one epic with a battle cry draw a card. If you play it this turn, give your hero plus four attack this turn. Uh again, this is an interesting card. It almost reminds me of the um renowned performer a little bit, where they're really trying to do a lot in one card. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ability is very neat. Uh, it's cool, right? But the ability, uh, the the low health kind of sucks, and you've got to have a lot of mana in order to play it. Um, I think that this is a nice top deck late game, but it sucks on turn three, and it's not good enough for Odd Demon Hunter, so I gave it a one. I felt a little bit bad giving it a one, but like I don't see how... Like, I can't drop this on turn three. It just doesn't work. It's turn three, Ooh. four, one draw a card, but it's so easy to kill that... like. I don't. I, I I was really trying to find a way to make it work, and someone will make it work. But like, I just don't see it in wild. I gave it a one. All right, I messed up the card earlier. That's three. Oh, was this was this the one that you scored a five? <laughs> sorry, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> no, it's not even close. 
that card uh, is gonna be really good. But um, no, there was a spell earlier. I rated a three. It does plus four attack immune. Yeah, I was thinking of this card, so I, mm. I messed up on that rating. Oh. This one right here, um, because I don't care about the health on this. The one earlier, uh, like when you go immune, like the idea there is to trade, which isn't what our uh, demon hunter wants to do. This card draws you a card. You can play it in the same turn. It gives you plus four attack. Um, I can see that card being twin slice or something else that adds attack or anything our demon hunter is doing. Consume magic to silence the taunt in front of you. Uh, I, I like this card a lot. I, I wanted to give it like a four. Wow. All right. Yeah. I like I'd love to see. I'd love to see the, you know, the difference there, right? That's pretty cool. I did not rate it quite as high. Um, the way I look at it is I cannot play this card on curve. Um, like, yes, you get the battle cry, draw a card, but then it's got the one health, so it's basically dead. It would be really, really cool to be able to play this later in the game. I want to play fast as Odd Demon Hunter, and I want to play cards on curve. I can't play this on curve, so... I, it's fringe for me, so I give it a two. Yeah, I'm completely there with you. Um, th I think that you might see some fringe play in Odd Demon Hunter for this because you're drawing, period. That's always good. You may even get the effect of uh, getting four attack this turn. That's also good. And then you, you know, stick a, a four one body, you know, low impact, but still playable. So for me, this is a two. Like it. It'll see some fringe play, uh, just because it's draw and possibly also, you know, get the 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 plus four attack. But you're not dropping it on curve. You're not uh, being as aggressive or as like uh, um, efficient with your resources as you'd like to be for odd demon hunter. So I I, I don't think that it's going to see mainstream play. But I can see some fringe play with it. So I'm right there with you, Hydra. That for me, this is a two. I wish that they swapped the stats. Right? If it was a one yeah. four, if it was a three mana one four. Like oh, or, or even a three two like I don't know, that, that would so... fit in with the demon hunter like everything having two health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on then. Um, all right. Next up is uh, expendable performers. This is a seven mana epic spell. Summon seven one one Illidari with rush. If they all die this turn, summon seven more. So we talked about this on the show, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago. I remember Celestalon making a comment on Twitter about this card that uh, it will summon up to seven based on how many slots you have free on your board. And whichever, however many you summon, they have to die uh, in order to summon up to seven more, depending on how much space you have. But like, so... At its very best with a clear board, it's a seven mana, like 14, 14 worth of stats, but it seems like, <laughs> yeah, basically a bad flame strike. Um, I, you know, the, I could see some potential wombo combo here. If you have that, what is it? That three, one Naga or whatever that like does damage to an, uh, to yeah. random enemy every time one of your things dies, but like at seven cost, like there is no way in God's green earth I'm putting this in my odd demon hunter deck because at seven mana is the absolute top of of 
my deck there. Except for Baku. Except for Baku. <laughs> uh, the mana cost is so high. Uh, and if I'm really going to play something for um, seven cost, it's going to be something better than this. Uh, can you imagine late game you top deck this? Like, oh. I lost. <laughs> or I feel like I'd rather play something much different. So uh, anyways, I gave it a one. Um, I gave this card a <clears throat> 100. As in uh, 100 dust. <laughs> so I'll pass to uh, Hydra. I, I like that. Um, I, I, I gave this a hard one instantly basically as odd demon hunter if i am have made it to turn seven i would like my top end seven mana card if i have one to do something really devastating to their face not to be trading so yeah uh yeah it, it's it's just a one and no blood herald is way too slow where i don't feel like anybody's doing that so yeah Pass it off to you, sheep. So the flavor text of this is when someone gets injured, it's considered performance art. <laughs> Brilliant. But this is way okay. too expensive. It's a one for me as well. The flavor <laughs> is so good. Just the idea, the it name is. expendable performers, they're up doing like a tightrope act. And like the, the idea that like they just die and like, oh, well, they were expendable. <laughs> right? I mean, it's perfect. It's... And if they all die, we get some more. They should be wearing <laughs> red shirts. <laughs> yes. Mm, oh man, it's so funny. All right, all right. Uh so next one up is the first legendary. This is uh Ilginoth. It is a four mana two six, not a demon, which I think is interesting. Uh with lifesteal and says that your maybe it's a mistake, I don't know. Uh it says lifesteal, your lifesteal damages the enemy hero instead of healing you mm -hmm. uh this card i is super dope the idea of it anyways yeah now i think that in standard there will be some kind of otk there will be some or or if not then very close to it right i can make i can get a, a lifesteal weapon i can buff the crap out of it i can play a free bearded lady and then I can hit you in the face for lots and lots of damage. Like, right, you hit with your weapon plus the lifesteal would damage them on top of it. Uh, the problem is in wild, like, I just don't see it, right? I think with this card, it, this is like a build around card, right? Like mm -hmm. if you, you want to build your deck around this and have some kind of either OTK potential or giant burst damage potential, um, the idea seems super fun to me and I can't wait to watch Clark Hellscream or um, Swagwar or somebody make a crazy video doing an OTK with this card. But for competitive play, I just don't see it. Not to mention it costs four mana and it's not a demon. Uh, so I gave it a one. I feel a little bit sad about that, but that's what I gave it. Mike, what about you? All right. So, um, yeah, I'll be keeping my eye on Draco cat because Draco cat got, uh, I think a thousand demon hunter wins in like I don't know three days when it first came out. Like he all he plays is demon hunter. He made a list, and I'm glad we're doing demon hunter first because it is pretty much standard. Like there's no wild demon hunter cards, so I feel like whatever deck is built for this there will be played in wild, just like soul demon hunter. And I feel like this card slots right in because 
there's a combo with um, Eldrachi Warblades, the three mana weapon gives you life steal. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a combo where you can build that weapon up to I want to say 12 to 16 attack, and if you get yourself in a position as a skilled player, your opponent is near I don't know 24 to 18 life. You get this man, this minion down in that turn. Like that's that 12 damage is 24. That 16 damage is 32, right? That sounds pretty crazy. Like I know it's a new card, and I know people are scared of change, but <laughs> but like it is cool to see new stuff and think of new possibilities. Like things are possible. Yeah. No, I like that, and we shouldn't always. I mean, like we tend to look at demon hunter in this little bubble of always being an odd demon hunter like at all times kind of because that's sort of what the meta deck is right now but it's it's neat to look at you know what is possible in the future and we need to be a little open-minded i suppose um but i i just want to point out goliath said in chat it's not a demon because it's an old god minion which is completely uh-huh. different kind of evil cosmic being. Of course, there it is. of course it is. Of course. So, so oh, and look at the eye on it. It's definitely old god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Goliath with the the quick answer there on the question. Um, Love it. Oh so, yeah, I see the eye on it. I never noticed before. Yeah, before Goliath mentioned that, I hadn't either. <laughs> I. Well, I really, I want there to be more than just odd Demon Hunter decks in Wild. It seems to be the the thing that that's kind of what we're stuck with right now. I'm really looking forward to the future where there's more and we can do stuff like this. If we're going to go with some combos like Mike is talking about, then like, hell yeah, let's let's give it a shot. I'd like that. So I'm going to call this a two. Not because it's bad, but because the rating system says it's fringe playable. And right now in Wild, that would be fringe playable. So I'm going to give it a two. I think it's a really cool card. And hopefully it can make a new archetype and we can, you know, have something else other than Odd Demon Hunter. How about you, Sheep? Yeah, uh, two two for me as well, if I didn't say it before. Sorry. All right. Because, yeah, fringe. So it'll be a target for Dirty Rat. You know what I'm saying? This is the type of card <laughs> that someone go. kills you with and you're not mad about it, right? Because right? like, wow. Yeah, you're like, did that. <laughs> that was sweet. Cool. Yeah, so uh, Mike was mentioning Draco Cat er- earlier. And here's where I was going to mention him as well. Because Draco has this amazing, uh, he calls it Hyperdonk. It's uh, pretty much Soul Demon Hunter, except it also has Bran. So so things like the uh, Slappy, the, uh, soul, the uh, Lapidary. Um, mm-hmm. eats up to soul fragments, but then gives you 10 attack. Mm-hmm. Insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. Uh, Ilganoth, however, is itself 4 mana. So that means that you already have to have the Eldraki Warblades. You already have to have Bran on board in order to drop Ilganoth and the, the Slappy uh, in the same turn. And the, the Bran isn't going to live. Uh, unfortunately um that said you know it still has uh, I, I think exactly like what you're saying uh it's an interesting effect could maybe build an archetype around it and or you know a uh, uh piggyback off of the the soul shard um archetype um is it that impactful and wild 
I'm not sure. So I, I think that there will be some fringe play. So I'm going to give it a two as well. Um, but it the possibilities for this card to be just bonkers are there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it in gold. Like it's beautiful. I think um, I it's super cool. The idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. I The idea of it is super cool. I guess we'll see. All right, here's uh, one more legendary for us to look at. Uh, the last one for the Demon Hunter class. This is Zai the Incredible. It's a five mana five five with battle cry. Copy the left and rightmost cards in your hand. Um, I think that this idea is super cool in, in almost any deck. The battle cry. Um, I think a lot of times. Depending on where this lands in your card or in your in your hand, it almost reminds me of Outcast a little bit. That like, if this mm-hmm. is if I'm playing stuff and this is now the the most left hand card in my hand, like the battle cry gets diluted a little bit, right? Like I'll play this and it's only going to copy unless it. I, I guess the question is when I play it, does it copy? I guess it's what's now left in my hand, right? What would be the mm-hmm. farthest left and farthest right? Right. I don't know. I mean, I I, just, I struggle with it a little bit. Like, I think that there's potential here. Um, I think the battle cry is awesome. Uh, you know, what if I'm sitting on um, uh, like a twin slice and uh, whatever else? I don't know. I mean, getting extra copies of stuff seems good. Uh, I like that it's an odd cost. Uh, it, it feels a little bit awkward for me. The low health kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I think maybe better in some kind of control shell. But I think that there are some, there's definitely potential here for some cool shenanigans. I gave it a two because I think it'll see fringe play. I think maybe over time, um, you know, like if I had this in Warlock, for example, or some other class, like there's some crazy things you can do with it, right? And maybe the Demon Hunter is just too new to abuse it to its fullest potential. I, I hope that someone proves me wrong. Um, and the, the card is super awesome, but I gave it a two. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I, I think it's a cool card. Um, I like the ability. I'm not, I'm not too worried about the stats. Um, even though I wish it did have more health. I think it's a three because like, you could potentially get some crazy combos off of it, depending on what's in your hand. But uh, one thing that made me think of giving it a higher score um because maybe the deck isn't here yet, but the 6-6 six, six rush, let's just say you happen to have one in your left side or your right side, mm. or both at the same time. Now you're looking at four one-mana 6-6 six, six rushes that you could potentially make. But um, I, I give the card a three, because I, I just think anything that makes value is a good thing. So I, I, I'll roll with it. Yeah, yeah. I wish, honestly, I wish it was like a three-mana 3-3. Three, three. Oh, yeah. Or a three-mana 2-3, three, yeah. even. Yeah, but with the like the effect is super cool. The battle cry is awesome. I just don't like the stat line, but I think that yeah, um, yeah there's there's some wombo combos potential here. Hyder, what do you think? Uh, I I really think it's neat. I don't like it <laughs> because like I I gave it a one. Like I think it's cool, right? There's definite possibilities, but hear me out. Copy the left and most right cards in your hand. Okay. Like, it's not like we can shuffle our hands around, right? Like, to get whatever you're planning here, 
like say there is some wombo combo where you need to draw this specific card and you need to m manipulate its way all the way over to the left and then you need to top deck something else to be able to do this it just sounds like it's asking a lot unless you're just doing this because you have a bunch of stuff in your deck that is really cool to copy <laughs> it just seems like it's asking so much for you to be able to do it correctly if you've got a specific thing in mind yeah. and it doesn't slot into any deck right now like at all it's pretty rng reliant uh like there's no way to guarantee so. right like we we always say that like tutor cards are broken like if i can guarantee that's why pull kilt is so good right mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. or something but it, okay cool like it's a value generator like if i draw this late game Oh, cool! Now I got extra copies of cards. Like that's beneficial, but yeah, like if, if I've been hold, say there's like a Reno Demon Hunter, and you're holding your Reno in your left hand the whole time, and it's like, okay, sure, perfect. Yeah, but <laughs> I, you I know, can copy Renos now. What are the chances, <laughs> right? Right. And that's kind of my, I don't know. That's kind of my thing with Ilginoth as well. Is like, hey, cool, you can, you know, you can build your deck around this card, but like even then, you have to draw it, right? <laughs> and how you tutor it out, so. Anyways, yeah. what, what, what? Sorry, what was your score on that one? One. Okay. All right. What about you, Sheep? It's a super powerful effect, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's so expensive, and the the body that it gives gives you. If it was a five five, then you know I'd feel okay about it. Yeah. Um, even if it's just you know taking combo uh, possibilities out of it, you know just duplicating resources in general is strong, right? You know if I get a, an, an extra twin slice and an extra uh, Glavebound Adept, cool. Like, that's great. Um, I don't want to pay 5 mana to do it, though. Especially if it's only attached to a 5-3 body. Mm -hmm. I think this effect is too powerful for me to, in good faith, give it a 1. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's too expensive for too, you know, like, aggressively statted, but, you know, aggressively statted for, like, a 3-drop. Um... I, th I think I have to give it a two. The effect is powerful. The flavor text is great. Following this act will be her younger brother, Frank the Beanie-Yoker. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but yeah, for me, this is a two. That's funny. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up for us for Demon Hunter. What do we get? So will this show us the class? Oh, no, it's not on this. Okay, never mind. We'll, we'll look at that later. All right. Uh, okay, so next up we have Druid. So let me put these cards away and bring up our Druid stuff here. Okay, so the first card up is Lunar Eclipse. Oops. And on average, we gave it a 1.92. Uh, that last one? The uh, uh, Demon Hunter as a whole. Oh, Demon Hunter, 1.92. Right. See, you know what? I, I, I want to say something about the Demon Hunter class here in the cards we got. I feel like they can tell Demon Hunter is very aggressive, especially in Wild. It's very aggressive. And I'd like, like, I would be, like, would you be happy if all these cards were a four or a five? I think I'd be mad, right? Like, if they were all something that's going to slot right into Odd Demon Hunter and... Like I, I, I'm actually glad that these are all twos, basically, because I'm, mm -hmm. I feel like it would just be a little bit too much. So it, it's good, and they're trying to build other archetypes within the class. So yeah, we're getting. I'm, there. I'm, I'm satisfied with it, even though I've rated it very low. Hard agree. 
to all you of a good the point above. there because time time heals all wounds so they're trying to help people forget about what happened in april <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think you, you so hit the nail on the head there that's that funny <laughs> all right let's uh okay here we go so uh, the first druid card that we have up is Lunar Eclipse. This is a two-mana common spell. Deal three damage to a minion. Your next spell this turn costs two less. Uh, so I think that this card is awesome. Three, three damage for two, plus reduce a spell by two, even though it's this turn only. I think that this is better than Serpent, uh, Serpent Shire Portal. Oh, it's Shaman Spell, but still... Uh, and I could see this being run in aggro druid. I could see it being run in a lot of different things. It's very versatile. Uh, and to reduce a spell by two is, is pretty dope. Uh, I, I gave this a four. I think that this, I don't think that it's like broken, but I think that it's not too, like it's pretty close. And I think that this will definitely be run in pretty much all of the meta decks. And so I scored it a four. Uh, Mike, what about you? Um, yeah, actually, I, I was trying to decide if I want to rate this one higher than the next one, uh, the other uh, copy of this card. Um, I, I'm not sure why. I wish I had a reason why, because we're doing a review show. People will listen to us. But <laughs> just, just, just looking at it, the second half of this card, I, I think I want to rate it a four. There's a lot of potential I here. I mean, we I yeah, gotta yeah. test play it, right? But like Yeah, like I yeah, good. No, I mean just the idea three three damage for two is good on its own. Now it can't go face, it's minion only, but mm -hmm. to get it's it's almost like a choose one, but you get both. I don't know, it seems pretty versatile to me. And if I have to tempo this out on two, like I would do it. Uh um, but the But this yeah, this is the reward for playing that four mana minion, right? Yeah, the so, Kiri chosen a balloon. Yeah, so I'm thinking of the two druid decks in the top four tiers: Mali Druid and Agro Druid. Uh, if I put this in Mali, um, I guess I'm not doing. Like I, I'm not sure what I'm taking out. So I guess this has this has to be like a different kind of deck. Like uh, I'll pass the Hydra. I, I'll give it like what I, the rating I gave it, but I'll pass the Hydra. So let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely hard to tell right now, but all I know, because like I I want to play with it. All I know is whenever Druid gets something that says reduce the cost of your spells, <laughs> it seems like it's broken, right? Yeah. So this, and combined with the next card, I feel like somebody's going to break it. Uh, it like like Nate said, if you need to tempo this out. It's completely fine. Uh, it's the next spell you cost this turn, so unfortunately it doesn't carry over. But that's that's still okay. Maybe you really need to remove something. Uh, I know nobody plays Flappy Bird, but if I needed to kill Flappy Bird, I would use this on it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, the, like there's certain things that maybe you really, really need to get rid of, so you can play it. Here, you put you this. Have to. You put this in double yog druid. There you go. Oh, there you go. You next <laughs> minute, that's too bad. Okay, yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but there's going to be some 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 combos out there that you druid lovers um that I'm just going to 
look at your YouTube video and then I'm going to go play it. Because this is this is a bit of a big brain card, I feel like, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to doubt it, and I'm going to give it a four. I actually, I wrote, my note was, I'm scared. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so so for me, that this one's really hard to assess. Um, it's really powerful. Um, d- discounting something, single target removal. The I think where we're going to see this see play is a Kelthos, um, a survival of the fittest, and UI type deck, right? Because you get to discount something, you, you get one tick t- uh, towards completion, uh, towards the three um, for Kelthos, and then you can play Survival of the Fittest as your kind of like big payoff card, right? Mm. Uh, so I think that's where this is going to see play. I'm just not sure if that's going to be a meta deck, um, because it, it is pretty big brain. Um, like it, it's going to take, you know, getting two a uh, turn, you know, 10 essentially to actually, you know, you play Keltha or <laughs> 10 mana. That's very different from turn 10 for Druid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Point yeah. of clar- clarification there. Um, but, you know, you play Kelthos, you play this, you play the discounted next ter- uh, thing, which if, you know, you, you get the nuts is Solar Eclipse, which we'll, we'll talk about uh, after that. Um, and then you play Survival of the Fittest. Insane. But you have to get to ten mana first, so I'm I'm not sure if I can give it a four. <sighs> I'm not sure if I can only give it a three though. Three still seems still three still seems okay. It's definitely it's not a yeah. bad card by any stretch, right? Like it's playable. I mean, it, it it's not only playable though. I think it that that even though it is big brain, I I, I have to give it a four because that's going to be a meta deck. It'll definitely see play in a meta deck, so that's definitely a four. Honestly, at this point, I think I'm convincing myself either four or five. So I'm going to go with the four. I mean, if Concern <laughs> Mom is playing it at Legend, it'll be meta. Yeah. <laughs> and he will definitely be playing it. <laughs> it's going to be bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the next one up goes hand in hand with this. So we have Solar Eclipse, with this, which is another common. Uh, by the way, these two cards are going to look so nice in gold. Just saying. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so this is a two mana spell, common spell. Your next spell this turn casts twice. Uh, I also scored this a four. I think it's a brand for spells at two mana. I could see using this like it's so versatile, right? I think that um, this could go in anything. Like I could put it in aggro druid and get my my board like buffs twice. I could put it in ramp and get my ramp twice. I can put it in jades and get my jades twice. Like, can you imagine playing this with Vargoth? Like, there's just some shenanigans, oh. right? Well, no, I guess it does. I guess that doesn't work, right? I no. guess that I guess that doesn't work. But um, but I, so here's my thought. My my only thought is I don't know what to remove from an existing deck to add this, but the ability on it seems really cool. Um. So I don't know. I gave it a four. I think it's definitely, I agree. Again, it goes in your meta decks. I'm not quite sure where yet. I am hardly the Druid expert. I feel very confident with the Cabal classes. Uh, So I'm not quite sure where this fits, but like when someone plays this against me, I'm going to start swearing. Like that's that's (laughs) how I know it's good. Right. Oh yeah. Really good into Savage War. There you go. Uh, I, I honestly, like where I see this is in like a token deck 
where I play this and then do a buff on my whole board and the buff, I get it twice or something like that or mm-hmm. mana ramp or something like that. So I gave it a four. What about you, Mike? Yeah, for me, um, I feel like this card, uh, this text applies for any and all kind of druid decks. So I'll give it a four. But for me, where I want to use it, because um, I play a lot of Mali Druid and a situation I find myself in a lot, playing Mali Druid is run into aggro decks. So sometimes I'll need, sometimes, <laughs> every single time, I'll need to use the spells intended to go face to uh, clear minions on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I can see a situation where, um, you know, I'm setting up that final turn, Avionis coming down, Maligos, you know, the whole gang's here. And then, um, like, if I had, let's say I was maybe out of range just a little bit, and I only had two clears, I could play this. So now my one swipe hits twice, you know what I'm saying? Or that one Moonfire hits twice. So that one Moonfire that does 11 now does 22, and then now I can play swipe in his game. You just play um, just play Solar Eclipse and then Innervate, and then you've got a net... Mm. Zero. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't I'm know joking. I'm that. joking. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh boy, I yeah, I agree. I, I think I'm your point is for. is good though, right? And especially right if you're playing Mali Druid, uh, a lot of times you're trying to just not die against aggro. Uh, so you play this, and you can use one of your uh, like swipe is a good example. Uh, it can clear a board and maybe you can save your other one for face or whatever uh, like this uh, this there's a lot of potential here it seems versatile to me so I like the, did you give it Mike Mike, oh, yeah. Mike what was what's your, your number? score oh I gave it a four cool. okay um, I'm gonna also give this a four and I think there's so much potential I really like Mike's point uh, about when you're facing aggro, because sometimes you'll have a, a like a decision whether or not to you know go face or to like clear the board. And I know you want to save all your uh, spells for when you have Malagos, but like there may be a situation where since it casts twice, you could actually go face with a swipe, and since it casts twice, you could clear the board too, right? So because it's going to cast two times. Oh yeah. That's right? true. That's true. So you could be like, you know what? I'm going to throw this damage face. It's going to cast tw- two times and it'll hit the board twice as well. So I think that's pretty sweet. So uh, well, I think with, with Maligos too, I mean, you could, your, uh, you know, your, what is it? The zero mana spell that does, you know, 10 damage with, <laughs> with all your Maligos, all, yeah. all your geese on the board. Like, now it now it does was it moonfire now it does it moonfire twice instead of once i don't know there's potential here yeah so i i think it's a card to be feared uh i also wrote the same comment is the last one i am scared so uh, <laughs> it, it it's a four yeah for me this one is really hard to rate it, it, it's amazing it's an amazing card it's brand but cheaper and for spells and and you only get one proc you only get one proc um i think this is what like lunar eclipse like is the the real payoff for it right um uh, like i was saying earlier with the kelthos um buff everything deck uh it's going to be definitely played in that 
um i hadn't thought about like the the token decks um i don't know if you want to take up a deck slot with this but i think that you honestly do because if you have double um buff or double savage roar like that's just amazing um this card's just versatile for multiple different archetypes last card i was i was debating between four or five in my notes i hadn't given this a five but i i have to give it a five here like this is going oh, to be meta defining for, for druid i think okay okay i'm on board I like with that I, I could see that i could see all right let's talk about some bad cards now oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh good i'm oh, not the yeah. only one okay oh not a, not at all oh <laughs> uh, no no that card's gonna be very strong for sure yeah Okay, next up is uh, uh, Fair Arbalist. Arborist. Uh, this is a three mana 2-2. Two, two. Choose one. Draw a card or summon a 2-2 two, two Treant. Uh, it has Corrupt. Do both. Um, so this is kind of cute. I think three mana 2-2, two, two, draw one. Three mana uh, for 4-4 four, four worth of stats is okay. I don't really... I, I don't see Corrupt being super good personally in wild i don't know i mean uh, we'll talk about it later when we get to the old gods now i think if you're able to play a bunch of corrupt cards uh for zero that that's good but like aside from that corrupt encourages slower games right it, like mm -hmm. it, it encourages you to keep the cards in your hand for longer and like i don't want to do that i don't <laughs> think that this card really fits into any existing deck i don't think that it creates a new deck um, and so I, I give it a one, I, I think it's cute. And when I have that, um, quest to use a whole bunch of choose one cards, I'll play this, but like, I don't, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I mean, I, I, it's a pass for me. So I've just given a one. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I'm going to give it a one as well. Uh, I'm not putting this in Mali. I'm not putting this in Nagro Druid. I'll give it a one. You put it in your tree ant druid deck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I'll give it a zero on that. Case. <laughs> yeah, I I totally also gave this a one. I'll be quick. It I said it's not good enough for like an aggro druid because you want to play on curve. This is something that you want to play off curve to get your corrupt. So it it doesn't really make sense to me to run this in any uh, meta deck. So it's a one. Yeah. Um. The flavor text for this is the bad apple never falls far from the treant. Ah. <laughs> this is a one. The the flavor text gets a four. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Easy four for the flavor text, though. <laughs> All right. Uh okay, so we're on to the um we're on to the rares already. So the next one up is Moon Touched Amulet. This is a three mana spell. Give your hero plus four attack this turn, corrupt, and gain six armor. Uh, so this is Feral Rage 2.0, right? It's still not good this time around. Uh, maybe <laughs> you put it in a meme deck with Gonk. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, right? I'm not sure why yeah. you would play this. So when we had Feral Rage, it basically did the same thing, right? It was four attack. I think it was four mana. Gain four attack. Was a choose was choose one I think four attack or eight armor, and like we didn't play that at all, and so I don't see this being any better. Um, the art's kind of cool, uh, so I gave it a <laughs> I gave it a one. 
when, you, when you started talking about the art i knew that was a one <laughs> yeah that's how we do <laughs> yeah I, I was leaning into the same direction um same same real class from the last card not going in aggro not going in mali so one yeah cool i art, cool art. gave this a, a hard one as well i just wrote doesn't go into any deck like it like i don't i don't see a home for this currently or possibly ever gonk druid gonk maybe <laughs> i don't i don't even know if i want to call that fringe like i in my notes i actively put gonk druid for the win <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i'm going to give it i'm going to give it a one I, I, I personally no one has ever in wild killed me with gonk druid yeah so yeah. I've been killed by Gonk Druid once or twice in Wild. It was fun. This is a one for me as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Happened one time. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is the Umbral Owl. This is a rare beast. It's a seven mana, four, four rush. Costs one less for each spell you've cast this game. Like, this is fun in a, like, crazy like yog druid type deck where you're just trying to jam a bunch of spells and and do some casino stuff at the end i think the mana yeah. cost is so high because they learned from corridor creeper right mm -hmm. if this had cost five it'd be like oh this okay. is great i'm gonna play my one mana four four rush but but at seven um I don't think that I want to play. I think they learned from, from corridor creeper. I think that the mana cost is still too high to see play on this one. Although the rush is good. Um, e evolved druid. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave it a one. I, I, I teeter on a two, but like, I don't see myself taking anything out of anything to play this. So I gave it a one, unfortunately. Mike? Yeah, I gave it a, I gave it a one as well. I think they took this expansion off with Druid cards. So we just got like another Druid card that's a one. I don't see this going anywhere. Sweet. I'm glad I'm not alone on this. I like I looked at it and I just said I guess this is one of those pack fillers is what I see it as unless there's something in standard like I know you're not supposed to not not supposed to, but you should always fear something that says this costs less if you do this, but this just seems too much. It's seven mana four for like the condition seems like a lot. I don't see a deck that I'm going to put this in ever. So that goes as unplayable in wild to me. So that's a one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like in Yogg Druid, you want to be casting a lot of spells. This is one reward for doing that. But Seven mana is just way too much. Like it, it's positive that it, you know, keeps guardian animals from pulling it, but you're not playing guardian animals in Yog Druid anyway. Um, like you need to play four spells for this to actually be, you know, worth playing. You know, at, at three mana for a four four rush. The thing is, four four rush is just inconsequential later in the game. Like it's impactful earlier it's less impactful later when you can actually get it off so this is all to say this is a one like it I, I want this to be good so bad but seven mana base cost is just way too much so way too much so this is uh like turn one you play coin 
innervate, innervate, and well, I don't know one one more spell, <laughs> and you can play it on turn one. Then you can have there a four. You, four. <laughs> you can also you... just play Millhouse. <laughs> oh, big brain! <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's move on then. Uh, the next one up, Fizzy Elemental. This card is very cute. That's a very large firework. It is a nine mana ten ten. Uh, elemental with rush and taunt. Uh, it's a big boy, that's for sure. Uh, but the mana cost is so high, I'm not sure what this goes in without a reduction. Now, here's my thought where where this could work. Uh, and I, I gave it a two. I think that this, this works in Hadronox Druid. And it has synergy with the new Nizoth because it's an elemental. It has synergy with Hadronox because it's got taunt. I like the rush. Like this for me, it's so expensive. I don't I don't see how I could play it. But I think that the rush and the taunt are good. I like the synergy with the new class. Like I've always wanted to make Hadronox work and the new Nizoth. Like so hear me out here, right? Hadronox is a beast. This guy is an elemental. Uh the new Nizoth brings back one of each uh, type right so it could bring me back this guy it could bring me back the hadronox it could bring back something else um, but like at nine mana like i'm dead by the time i play it right so unless that there's a way to reduce it somehow um yeah i don't know i love hadronox hadronox is it will always be a like a tier four deck unfortunately unless there's something big changes um but uh, I gave this a two. I think I put fringe because, like, I want to, I want to try it. Like, I don't think that it's bad, bad. But I, it, by the time I've got nine mana, like, it seems a little late. So it's turn that's two, me. right? Turn two, yeah. If only, <laughs> if only ancestors call. I just need to ancestors call it out. <clears throat> Mike, what about you? Yeah, that was a joke I was going to make. Unless someone plays Ancestors Call, that's the only way it's going to get out early. Um, I'd give it like a one. I don't I don't think it's useful whatsoever. I right have on. no interest whatsoever. Um, I give it a two because, well, my note says bring back Big Druid is what I wrote. <laughs> but I didn't notice it was an elemental until Nate said that. So I think that's actually pretty neat. Um, I was just thinking, yeah, as some sort of big druid, I did play the big druid back in the day when Barnes wasn't nerfed, and it it was fun. Um, now that you're pointing out uh, the elemental and then the beast, I mean, there could probably be like a uh, a Deathwing for like a dragon, right? Sleepy dragon. Yeah, or like th there's there's a bunch of possibilities there. I was already going to give it a two because I figured it was going to see some sort of fringe play in a large minion deck. Um, but with the Nazoth, that also helps. Probably not going to be meta. So fringe two for sure. Yeah, I I completely agree with all of those. I actually, uh, Nate, whenever you're talking, the two notes that I have on this are Hadronox Druid. New Nazoth Druid. So like mm -hmm. both of the, the, those elements you already hit. Um, the flavor text is love, hated, carbonated. 
<laughs> That's great. Fizzy. Well, the flavor is amazing. Um, the, even if it's fizzy going down, uh, this is a two for me as well because I think we'll see some fringe play with it, uh, particularly in Hadronox slash Nunazoth Druid. Um, but it, it won't be meta. Yeah, yeah. I I want to like it. It's so cute. It's adorable, right? Uh, yeah. The elemental tag. If it didn't have that, it would lose big points but mm. like rush and taunt and elemental like yeah oh. it, it it brought it up to it brought it up to fringe for me so if it was a seven mana eight eight like same everything else i oh, think yeah. that this would be like a three but oh yeah nine mana even at 10 10 yeah. it's got to be a two yeah yeah all right uh, okay, moving on. This is the first epic. This is called uh, Guess the Weight. It's a two-mana spell. Draw a card. Guess if your next card costs more or less. Uh, and if you're right, you draw it. Is that correct? It's the, the way that it's worded, it sounds a little funky. but So you draw, draw one card, mm-hmm. and then you guess if the next one costs more or less. And if you're correct, you draw that one also. Correct. So... Mm-hmm. Um, Oops. So uh, two mana draw one is average, but I imagine in the right deck, like you know what's in your deck, right? So I, I imagine that um, you can probably guess correctly more often than you ru- guess incorrectly. Um, I could see this going into a handful of decks, though I'm not sure how good it is. I, I think that like, the flavor is super cool. <laughs> um, of note, if it's the same mana cost, then you can't get the next card no matter what. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Where I struggle oh. where I struggle with this is I, I'm not quite sure um uh, like where I put this. I mean in, or maybe in some kind of combo deck where I'm just trying to really draw cards. Um but I don't know. I I really struggle with this one between a two and a three. Like I imagine someone's going to use it and convince me why it's good later. Um, there's probably some big brain thing here because like two mana draw two is good because normally you pay three for that. Um, but what happens when it's two mana draw one? Like, eh. So uh, I'm giving it a two. And if someone wants to convince me, uh, that I'm wrong. I'd be happy to hear that, but that's that's a two for me. Uh, I give it a one because you got to set up uh, Lord Keeper to know what the next cost is going to be. Otherwise, guess and you're only drawing two cards. I think there's other there's better options. So yeah, I just give it. A, I give it a one. Okay. Um, I've got a question, uh, Sheep. You just mentioned that if it's is is that hard proven that if the next card is equal? Yeah. So uh, basically, you discover between two things more or less. Yeah. And so if it's but, the same, it's not more or less. So if you're guessing, you're always going to be wrong, even if you know uh, through Lorekeeper what your next card is. Right. If it's the same mana cost as the the first one that you drew, then you can't successfully guess more or less. Okay, now Feels going bad. with that, how how did Joust work though? When you got a tie with Joust, didn't you win? No, I don't think you did. What happened with Joust? So. I don't think you won. 
I think he lost the joust. Did you lose it if it was a tie? I can't remember now. I'm reasonably confident that that you lost it. As yeah, long as it works, yeah, as long as it no works the same as Joust, then I'm fine. If it works different than Joust, I'll be upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, like, so this one, as... on the the play Hearthstone um, like site, that they have related cards, and this is what you're discovering. And it's more and less, and like you know, one is weighted one way, one is weighted the other way on like the little dial like fair thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't guess same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as it works the same as Joust, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I don't like when things work a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So if it works the exact same, great. Um, I basically, what I made of note here was lists seem to be way too tight and refined to put this into any sort of a deck. The only thing I could think of is if you play Polkelt first. And then you know exactly what you're getting and you can draw into what you want. But that, yeah, there's an achievement yeah. for, for guessing the weight correctly a number of times. Yeah, so if, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I did see that. That's so, why yeah, we're going to see you play. <laughs> if you're running it with pull cult, you could just get that achievement done pretty quick. I there suppose you, you would always know. No, so I see a lot of it in casual. <laughs> I, I put it as a two because I feel mm-hmm. like people are going to play around with it on, well, on fringe, it, but yeah. Right. If you need a draw engine, like if I'm playing Mechathune, uh druid, or I don't know, some combo heavy druid where I like, I just want to draw my combo as soon as possible. It's a draw card. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, you know, well, whatever. What do you think sheep? Yeah. I, I originally had written down um, in my notes too. Um, because, you know, drawing one for two, eh, drawing two for two, ah, um, I think that in our discussions, I might've been convinced to go down from a two to a one, uh, specifically for wild. Um, I I think that this might be reasonably strong and standard, but I think our wild lists are just too tight. Um, and yeah, like a, a hyper draw, like a tog waggle, um, or or Mechathune deck might run it, um, or if you're just trying to get uh, spells um, comboed for Kelthos, you probably want to be playing something cheaper, so you're not playing this anyway. Um, so in Wild, I think this is pretty much actually a one. Um, it's yeah, it's not an inconsequential card. It's just I think the lists are too tight for two mana one, draw one, and they might even. You, you might cut something if it was a guaranteed two mana draw two, but the the RNG bit based in that, um, I think for me has guess the weight being a one for wild. Yeah, I like Ben's comment too. Like, uh, Rising Winds is just better, right? It's a two mana, yeah. two mana draw card or a three two. Like, it's mm-hmm. more versatile. So, yeah, I don't know. I initially, when I at, at first glance, I saw this and I had scored it higher and rethought it and and lowered the score i mean i agree with what everyone else is saying really that like um our our lists right now are too refined and if i want to do something like this then i like the versatility so rising winds i have two options or wrath i've got two Mm -hmm. options like i could draw a card for two and do a damage uh or do three damage like whatever i want and so there's better options available to us than this exactly 
All right, let's move on then. Uh, the next one up is uh, another uh, epic. I imagine the flavor text is, is good on this one. Uh, this is an eight mana spell called Scenarian Ward. Gain eight armor, summon a random eight cost minion. Uh, I scored this um, a one. It costs a lot. There are a lot better ways to get armor in wild and the random factor makes me not want to play this. Uh, like looking through my my set at all the different eight mana cards, like there are some okay ones, but like I don't want a random minion in my deck. Uh, <laughs> I want what I put in my deck. Like this just is so so bad. But the guy definitely has a very large right hand. Uh, so I scored it a one. Insert joke here. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, um, no, this goes with the rest of the, the set. Uh, it's a one. I don't know what, what direction they were going. Maybe just to, I don't know. I think they just like, fell asleep on Druid, so it's a one. <laughs> I'm not even sure what to say about it. Yeah, uh, I also have this as a one. Uh, I think that armor generation is just fine the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, random 8-8s can be good. I mean, you could get like a Ragnaros, but you could also get, what is it, Hyreek? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm not going to put this on my list. It's, it's, yeah, it's a one. It is unplayable in wild, as I see wild going forward. So, what does the flavor so, text say? The flavor text says, "Don't ask about his right hand. He's still growing into it." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this card itself is a one. <laughs> And for anyone who's not looking at the card, he has a massive right hand. It's huge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Um, Okay, we are now getting into the legends. The first one up is Kiri, Chosen of Elune. This is a four-mana 2-2. Battle cry, add a solar eclipse and lunar eclipse to your hand. Uh, This... um, This is interesting for me. I think it's not bad. It's also not busted. I struggle to see what deck I play this in, but I'm a big fan of both of the portals or both of the eclipses. Um, So I think it's playable. I'm just not sure where I gave it a three. I think that it's, it's playable. I just, I'm not quite sure what to slot it into the idea that it's a battle cry and not a death rattle, I think is good. Like I like Mm -hmm. both of those cards. Um, but I, I then again also like I don't think it's like busted for any reason. If um, I guess it depends how good both of those cards turn out to be. You know, if they're fives or something, then maybe you do add this just to guarantee that you get those. Um, so, uh, but anyways, I gave it a three for now, and if it changes, then I will be pleasantly surprised, I suppose. Mike, what about you? Uh, you're muted, by the way. There we go. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just uh, yeah, I was just trying to make sure the uh, podcast didn't have a random background. Um, I want to. I know the cards that come out of it. I gave a four. I rated fours, so I should give this a three. Right? Be appropriate. Yep. Yeah, I'll give this a three. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, personally, okay. So I gave the other two a four. Because I think that they're awesome. I think that generating more of them and guaranteeing them is also awesome. 
Same time, four mana two two isn't very great, and I fear you can't have this and Oaken Summons in the same deck. Nope. I mean, you so can, you can, but <laughs> R.I.P. your battle cry. Yeah. So like, you're gonna Oaken Summons, and this is gonna come flying out, and you're gonna go rip. So this is gonna be a two for me because while it does give you the cards that are awesome. I I think that it's a bit of a liability having it in your deck, so we can't have Oaken Summons. Druids play Oaken Summons. Are you going to cut that for this? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, it I, doesn't have any board presence, so two. Yeah, I think that the deck that plays this is that kind of a Kel'Thas, um Survival of the Fittest deck that I was kind of like alluding to earlier. But even at that, I don't think that this is like hard run in that deck. Like it might get running in it sometimes um but i mean four mana for a two two even if it's buffed even if it's buffed twice because of solar eclipse um you know yeah then it's decent but are, are you gonna really feel good about playing it on turn four you get the resources that's strong mm-hmm. <sighs> like i i rated L- lunar and solar eclipse four and five I think I have to give Curia too, though. Like it's, it's a th- those cards are so strong. This is just so slow, and the the stats, like the base stats, are just so bad. If it was a two two with taunt, I think I would be giving it a three, maybe even a four. Um, but not being able to to like even take soak up any damage, and it's just kind of there. It it's going to be played in that that uh, Kelthos deck in standard. But I don't think it makes makes the cut in wild. Fair enough. All right. Uh, we've got one more here for Druid. This is our last uh, class legend. This is Greybow. Oh. Greybow. Oh, yeah. This is a five mana four six with taunt. And it's got death rattle. Give a random friendly minion death rattle summon Greybow. I freaking love this card. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, I don't think it's... I don't think... I don't know how good it is, but the taunt and death rattle make me want to try this in a Nazoth like hide. Uh, I was what's it called? Uh, Hydralisk deck, Hadronox. Hydralisk deck. Yeah, I know. I you love that deck. You ruined that <laughs> yeah. card for me. I can never get the name right anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the you know it's a bummer that it doesn't have a class type or whatever because the new Nizoth could bring it back. Mm. What's interesting to me, it loses to a Zerg deck. <laughs> 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 it probably would, uh, but it has taunt. Um, what I think is cool here um, is that I think that there's a potential loop, right? If uh, so, my question is: Does this? So this will give a random friendly minion death rattle summon Greybaw, um, in addition to its other stuff, right? So if I play this and it and it hits my um, my sludge belcher, right? When my sludge belcher dies, it'll summon a one two and a Greybaw, mm-hmm. right? And so there's potential here to like just keep summoning Greybaws as long as you have another minion on board. Like if this dies and there's no other minions on the board like rip death rattle but like this dude just seems so cool i i I, now my problem with it is that i think that the hadronox druid 
is like a tier four deck. Like it's my pet deck that is super fun to play and is not not good in the meta, but like it's very enjoyable. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I I think that it's playable. I like the stat line. The five mana four six seems okay. So I give it a three. Uh, I'm very excited for this card. I don't know how good it actually is, but I'm going to play it as much as I can because I really like it. It's not good. I know it's not good. That doesn't, I still like it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, what do you think? All right. So I give this card a two. That's so a be- that's probably a more appropriate score. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to apply the same logic to this card that you guys applied to a card earlier. Um, when it, the battle cry is draw a card, and then if you play it, get plus four attack. It was a uh, three mana, right? The demon mm-hmm. hunter card? Uh, the three mana four one? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys said that card was bad because it has one health and it probably wouldn't live. When in reality, most cards don't live. So this card needs a setup. This card needs a minion on the board in order for this death rattle to work. So I don't see how a smart player is going to allow this death rattle to go off. So I'm going to put this in fringe and just expect it to be in a deck where I'm trying to get a quest done or an achievement or have fun. You know what I'm saying? So I'll put it at a two. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I also put this as a two. I think it's really, really fun. Obviously, the fact that it has taunt, right? So the fact that it has taunt sort of uh, helps out with what you were saying, Mike. Uh, Like, some decks won't have a way to get through it, though, right? Because it does have taunt, and it's protecting the other minions. So they may be forced to kill it, or just, I don't know, heal pass. If it didn't have taunt, it would be like a zero. Yeah. So the okay. fact that it has taunt, like people are just maybe going to slam minions into it and then it just gets passed on to the next minion on the board. So I don't know. I, I mean, it, silencing it would be sweet, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be meta. I, I do want to play it. It looks super fun. It looks like it could be really annoying. Like I hate Cartoot Defender. Like, that is one of the more <laughs> annoying cards for me to play against because it comes back and it comes back and it comes back. So I could see something like that with this card if it's possible. But, I yeah, I don't know if we're going to be seeing it on the ladder or anything. So I'm going to go with the Fringe 2. Okay. So I've seen people theory crafting really spicy Treant Druid decks that also run like a Hadronox package. So the only taunts that they have in that one are Greybow and Goru, period. But then they also run so many different Treant tokens that they continue, you know, building. And, and this basically just juggles between the Treants. So you're making a whole bunch of tokens, and then you're juggling the the death rattle between your tokens. And it's not going to be a good deck, but it's going to be a, be fun. So I'm giving this a two because I'm excited to play that deck. Sweet. Agree. New cool. All right. Yep, that works. All right. Uh okay. Do you guys need a break? You guys want to do one more class before we take a break? 
Um, I think I need to, to take a quick bio break myself. All right, cool. Well, let me, let's take, oh, yeah. let's, let's do a break time. Let me, uh, we finished our first two classes. It's taken us two hours. <laughs> we finished the first two classes. Okay. Demon Hunter, we knew it was going to take a little bit longer because it did have more cards. It did have yeah. more cards. So let's take a quick, uh, a quick oh, break here. I'm going to end the recording. This will be part one. We'll be back in okay. just a second. Uh, so please don't leave. I'm just going to go use the restroom real quick and grab a soda and I'll be right back. Yeah, and back. then we'll get started back with the uh, next segment here. Stay tuned. Sounds good. <laughs> 